Welcome to VIV Today, the daily podcast from the newsroom of Business in Vancouver. I'm Kirkle Point, publisher and editor-in-chief. The Business Development Bank of Canada has gathered the thoughts of business leaders across the country, including those in British Columbia, to provide a forecast of the economic climate for 2022. To discuss the findings and their implications, I'm joined again, as uh, it's always a pleasure to see, Pierre Clarou. He's the BDC Chief Economist. Good to see you. Good to see you as well. Well, let's, uh, let's start uh, with the with a status report on confidence. People always want to know how confident is the country? How confident are our business leaders? Well, business uh, confidence is increasing. And um, actually, it's uh, that, that we're leaders. We, we do this survey every quarter so we can keep track of business confidence every quarter. For the first time since the beginning of this pandemic, we're back to the pre-crisis level. So uh, Canadian and BC businesses are as confident about the economy that they were in January 2020. Wow. And does that mean then that they're prepared in a way that they're not just expecting that the economy is going to perform well, but that they're going to act upon it and invest? Yes, actually, uh, we ask questions about their sales expectations, uh, about uh, are they going to hire people, are they going to invest? All these numbers are very strong and their business investment intention are also increasing and they are back to the pre-crisis level. So not only they are confident, but they are saying that they are going to invest more in 2022 and also they are going to hire more people. And and, um, is there confidence about the labor pool and the availability of talent? Well, that's uh, the one of the challenge that they are mentioning. When we ask the question, what will limit your ability to invest? Uh, shortage of labor is the one that is increasing. Mm-hmm. So um, it's true across the country, especially true in BC, because the BC economy is performing better than the Canadian economy in average. And uh, so the economy is a bit stronger. And as a result, well, if you want to grow, you need people, and it's uh, the shortage of labor, it's more important in British Columbia. You know, at the beginning of the pandemic, one of the first things that we noticed, Pierre, of course, was a disruption of the supply chain. And that hasn't totally cleared. And if anything, uh, the recent floods out here have um, basically uh, started it all over again. Um, Is... Is the supply chain issue a, a big one for 2022? Well, it's still a big issue. And it's um, you're right. You know, we, we had this concern at the beginning of the pandemic, but actually it turns out to be worse than we thought. And also that is, it's stick, stick, it's, it stayed with us longer than what we expected. Um, there's few reasons for that. There's a strong demand for many uh, products. Uh, this uh, disruption in uh, Asia where a lot of products are produced, a uh, number of cases we saw some manufacturing plant close for a month, uh, these, prob- these problems at different ports around the world. Um, so uh, we believe that as we move away from the pandemic in 2022, we should rebalance these markets and things should be much better. But it's going to take, uh, probably it's going to be more in the second part of 2022 than in the first part. Uh, it's going to take some time still to, uh, to solve everything. I want to uh, slice this a little bit down into smaller portions uh, to understand 
uh, what certain elements of the uh, of the economy and and business uh, feel about these things. When you take a look at at the attitudes of small and medium sized businesses, for instance, as opposed to some of the bigger businesses, do they have different types of concerns or different or or different types of optimisms? Well, it's similar this time. Um, you know, um, the level of um, uh, optimism is, I would say, is the same. Uh, the challenge is a bit bigger. The shortage of labor, it's uh, actually a bigger concern for smaller businesses because when you are in larger businesses, you have uh, the ability to uh, uh, offer a better global compensation than when you're yeah. smaller. So mm -hmm. the shortage of labor is uh, it's a bigger concern for smaller firms. But in terms of optimism, uh, the results are quite similar. The most optimistic are the ones who are, are exporting. So exporters, Canadian exporters are more optimistic than others. But in general, uh, the level of confidence is pretty high. So, so that sounds to me like there is an expectation among Canadian businesses that the world economy is going to be booming. It's the, that, you know, the, the, even though Canada looks like it's gotten its feedback, that the rest of the world has too. Yes, I think so. And, um, you know, we are um, a very open economy. We, we, we drive a lot of our economic growth from export. Our export are actually back uh, uh, to the pre-crisis level. In Canada, export this year, since the beginning of the year, has increased by 20%. In BC, it uh, has increased by 35%. So our export is uh, performing very well as the demand for Canadian products is, is increasing. So I think that's part of the factor that's explaining why people are a bit more optimistic. Also, when we, we look at factors that are limiting growth, for example, the lack of demand, the uncertainty about the economy, cash flow issues, all these indicators are improving. So that's probably explaining why our numbers are quite optimistic. When you then, uh, uh, let's take the slice of British Columbia and take a look at it. Um, given that we've got a better economic performance, does that also then signal that we have greater economic confidence in the business community? Well, the business confidence is actually similar to the rest of the country, but business investment intention is much higher than the Canadian average. So it translates into more intention to invest. The fact that the economy is performing well, um, the uh, number of jobs is surpassed the number of jobs we had in February 2020. Export is performing very well. The manufacturing sector is good. The commodity sector is performing very well, uh, very good. For example, lumber, which is an important sector in BC, has been performing very well as the housing market across North America has been performing well. So the um, in general, the economy is back on track. There's few exceptions uh, related to tourism. International yeah. tourism is still very low uh, yeah. for because of COVID. So it's more difficult for accommodation and restaurants. But beside this sector, the rest of the economy, I would say it's back to pretty much normal. Do you think that uh, in light of the last three or four weeks um, of the flooding and uh, the damage to our infrastructure, 
uh, and and basically the unsettling of uh, again our supply chains once more. That if if you were to take the you know take the survey today, that you might have a slightly different reading from British Columbians. Mm, I'm not sure because um, although flooding is a terrible event for people who leave it. And also, like you said, it, it does have an impact on supply chain. One um, uh, flooding brings uh, government spending. So mm. actually, it's going to help, you know, in the, you know, it's funny to say that it's going to stimulate the economy because you have to invest in infrastructure. You have to spend money to help people to, to rebuild roads. So this is actually stimulating the economy. So, um, disaster like that uh, in a funny way uh, help the economy to yeah. rebuild. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, the one theme that I didn't pick up on in the survey was any real concern that business had about the state of public finances and, and whether that is you know a, a damper or an impediment or perhaps a, something that's going to really start to command the economy in 2022. Uh, what's your reading of that? Uh, you know, is, is that just not an issue for for the business community at the moment? Well, we did ask specific question about uh, government finance, but it's it's kind of include in um, the confidence that you have in the economy and the uncertainty. Yeah. And these numbers are, are up. Um, I believe uh, personally, as an economist, that uh, we're not going to see a lot of um, movement on this in the next few years. I think governments are going to 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 help continue to help the economy to to recover and to go back to normal. This you know the problem of the public finance is going to be solved in the long run. I think we're going to take much longer approach than in the past to go back to a balanced budget at both at the you know at the provincial and at the federal level. So um, this is an important issue. But uh, I think we're going to look at this issue a bit uh, further down the road. Yeah. It sounds, too, as if the business community is of the belief that the absolute worst of the pandemic is done. Um, but once again, every week, we've got some new twist and turn, some new curveball, you know, uh, some new variant, something that's it's basically uh, shaking a little bit of the faith in this one. And yet, you know, there's pretty remarkable confidence in all of this. How do you explain that? Um, you're right. And um, I think um, the, the way we see it, like I said, there's a number of factors that uh, are improving their cash flow situation. The demand is strong. The demand they are facing is strong. So the signal they're getting from the market is uh, consumers are back and it's, it's strong. Also, I think the level of vaccination has really helped to build confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, 77% of Canadians are uh, vaccinated. This is the highest level of any developed economies, much better than the US. And in BC, the level is a bit higher as well. So yeah. it's I think it's really helping the confidence, and rightly so, because when you look at the impact of the different wave of the virus, First wave, we lost uh, in Canada 3 million jobs. Second wave, we lost only 250,000 jobs. The third wave, we lost 150,000 jobs. And now we are at the end of the fourth wave where actually the level of job has been increasing. Because of vaccination, 
because uh, Canadians have been very good to respect rules like wearing a mask and everything. So the number of cases uh, is really down. And not only it's down, but the number of hospitalization is down. So I think people are, businesses are confident that uh, even if we are going to have a fifth wave, more, more likely, the experts are saying that the new variant is coming, that the impact on the economy is going to be uh, much smaller or even you know, probably not much compared to what we have experienced over the last two years. Yeah, I want to ask uh, uh, one last thing around you in, in your role as a, as a senior economist in this country. Um, as we're recording this, of course, the Bank of Canada has, has given its latest guidance on what it's going to do about uh, its central rate and, and how that might have an impact on interest rates. But clearly there is a concern out there about inflation. And I wonder whether you think that perhaps in a quarter's time, you're going to get a slightly different read from the business community because of the, the, the static nature of inflation in the economy and how it's just not, it's not leaving the scene as quickly as a lot of people thought it might. We are obviously concerned about inflation. We believe that the biggest part of inflation is going to be uh, temporary. There's a lot of unbalance in the economy, a, a strong demand, difficulties with the supply chain, with with created inflation. As we move away from the pandemic, we believe that in 2022, we will probably, uh, we believe inflation is going to uh, to slow down. And we, um, uh, we don't believe that it's going to stay as high as it is now. Our forecast for 2022 is about uh, 3% inflation. Mm-hmm. Our biggest concern is the fact that salaries are increasing because of shortage of labor. And oh. That's a concern because it's not related to, you know, an unbalanced market that is going to rebalance. It's more, it will have a more permanent impact on inflation. So, we, yes, we are concerned, but we, we still believe that most of the inflation is temporary. Yeah. That labor shortage, as, as you know, was with us before the pandemic. Oh, you know, and we were talking about it back then. We lost about a year's worth, at least, of uh, immigration in this country. Do you think that we get this labor pool back anytime soon? Um, I, I, I think uh, immigration is going to uh, really improve in 2022 as we the restrictions are gone. But we will never get back the, uh, uh, you know, the, the we calculated that, for example, in BC, uh, we lost about 60,000 immigrants you know, in 2020 and 2021. So uh, these people are not, you know, in 2022, we'll go back to what we used to receive as immigrants, but we kind of lost them, yeah. like you said, the full year. Yeah. So uh, that's making the situation worse. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. And last, uh, last point on this one, uh, would we then expect... Uh, and I think the bank has signaled this, that it's it's looking at interest rates uh, very carefully. It seems to be still pushing them off at least until the second quarter of 2022. But in your mind, how many of these increases might we expect uh, before it then stabilizes? Is it three, four, eight? What is it? Well, the, um, you know, the Bank of Canada 
reduce interest rate to stimulate the economy. So as the economy is going back to normal, uh, I, I agree with you. I think the uh, interest rate will start to increase. I think they will increase it slowly because they don't want to slow down the economy up to what we call a neutral rate, a, a rate of interest rate that doesn't stimulate the economy and mm -hmm. doesn't also doesn't have a negative impact on the economy. Mm. In Canada, the Bank of Canada say that the neutral rate is uh, probably between 1.75 to 2%. So I think they're going to increase interest rates slowly until they reach that neutral rate of 1.75. So people should expect that the interest rate will increase slowly in the next two or three years, depending on how the economy is performing. We should be back to a prime rate around 2%. Wow, that's quite a bit different than what it is today. <laughs> it's quite different, but you have to remember that before the pandemic, we were we were there. So, you know, the um, you know, it would be uh, we couldn't keep interest rates as low as they are because they are they are also, you know, I would say negative impact of that. We see it on the housing market. The housing market has been, you know, during mm -hmm. a recession last year, the housing market has exploded. Yeah. Uh, you know, prices has been increasing by 20, 20, 30 percent. Um, I was just speaking to a group of business people in Ottawa and the number, the, the, the level of housing price in Ottawa has increased by 63 percent last year. I mean, wow. this is too much. Yeah. And in Vancouver, uh, the increase, I think, was 20 percent, but a, a very already very high base. So. So the interest rates uh, are good to stimulate, but you don't want to overstimulate the economy or one sector like uh, the real estate. I mean, right now you've got a prime rate of around two and a half points, right? Somewhere in that in that range. Uh, as a prime rate, did, would a prime rate then end up somewhere around four, four and a half? In terms of the uh, the. the you know, the private lending. bank uh, lending probably will depend. Rates, uh, you know, the, the average that uh, the institutions choose in order to, yeah. to loan money. Yeah. Uh, I think so. I think it's going to uh, definitely increase. We'll see how the market, um, you know, believe that the rate is going to evaluate in the next two years. But uh, definitely that uh, we should be all prepared that the rate is going to increase. And as the economy is, we believe the economy is going to be quite solid in 2022 and 2023. So we believe we're going to see uh, a, a number of these increases. Lock in your mortgage now, I guess. I think um, that's a good idea. Yeah. Pierre, always good seeing you. Have a good holiday season. Get get a bit of a rest. Everybody uh, looks forward to 2022, and we'll talk to you again. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. Pierre Claroux is BDC's Chief Economist. I'm Kirk LaPointe, Publisher and Editor-in-Chief of Business in Vancouver. Thanks a lot for watching.